Who raised you? Crime? Mistakes? And these motherfucking bitches? Y'all comedians know you've been biting the hate no TK on. shit for too long. TK. Motherfucking TK. Yeah. TK said, build a bridge and got over it. Want the spot, but he holding it. You controlled, he controlling it. This shit clay, he just molding it. Had to beat all of them cases. Change all of they faces. Who raised you motherfuckers? They ain't think I was gonna make it. Keep it G to a G. It's always me versus me. Never me versus him. Cause I can't be like them. Stan Latham put me on hold. But this ain't glitter, it's gold. How you gonna say no? And you don't really know. Who raised you? So I was reading your DM about being married at 28. Uh, you've been married for 10 years, so you got married young. Yes. Um, three kids. So what's the problem, darling? Okay. Yes. I'm married. I've been with the same guy since I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. Um, we have three children together. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been... Like when I was younger, like in like nineteen twenty, it was a an abuse incident then. Okay. But since then, since then, nothing else has occurred. But okay. recently, my father passed, and I suffer from PTSD from when I was a child. I grew up in a household where my mother was being abused by her okay. boyfriend right. for about ten years. Wow. So, um. So, like, yelling, like, if someone yells, like, if I'm asleep and I hear yell, yelling or just something loud, like, it startles me really yeah. bad. So, I am very humble. I, I'm not a person that argues. Um, I'm not aggressive. So, but but my partner is the opposite. My husband, he's the opposite. Okay. And... He, um, I'm not in the home anymore as mm-hmm. of Friday because he started threatening me, threatening my what? life, you know? Right. Yes. So I'm really, like, out on the limb. Like, I have money. Okay. I have 7000 I had, like, twelve, but now I'm down to, like, 7000 Right. Because I've been having to live off of it because I lost my job when my daddy passed. Because it was a contract job, I was making twenty four dollars an hour. Okay. But you know, you know, they can let you go for anything when it's a contract position. Right. So um, I've been going on interviews. I had an interview Thursday just passed, but mm. now that this Corona stuff is going on, you know, they're delaying mm. all hiring everything. So like my funds are depleting. Um, since I decided to leave the home on Friday, like I'm. I stayed at my cousin's house yesterday, and I'm at my sister's house today. But I'm right. not really comfortable. I'm not comfortable anywhere that I go. My ch- I have three children, 10, 6, and 2, my 6-year-old. Right. I, I had his ADD and ADHD. That okay. comes from his father's side. Mm-hmm. So he's on. I, I, he's been on Adderall. I had to put him on Adderall because his behavior is just off the charts in school. So um, he's hyper, you know, so I'm really conscious when I'm going to people's house because he's right. helping him, but he's very emotional. He's crying a lot. You know, he really doesn't want to share. You know, it's an imbalance right now because his body has to adjust to the medication. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's just a lot. And, like, I'm, like, I just, like, I'm so out of it. And then, like, I hate that I told, like, my parents and stuff what, ha- what happened. 
Right. Um, tell them threatening why, me because why you why you hate that? Why? Because they're they're like throwing it up like I told you so. Um, yeah, they're really the right like time. making. Yeah, it's not the right time to give mm-hmm. me your opinion. Right. Because it's like I don't want to go back to the to the home to be with him, but I right. just want to go back to my house and be in peace. Right. But you know I haven't talked to him since Friday. And what do you think so, his situation is? What do you think is he under pressure? Is he just a stressed guy all the time? Yes, he's stressed. He's depressed. Um, we decided, Well, he came to me in February and told me that he wanted to he wanted to separate. He wanted to separate, but we live in separate homes. But we're still married. We're still on a date. He's still going to come over. Nothing about the children, though. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to play me like that and do you and still control me. Married people don't separate to work on their marriage. Mm-hmm. That that doesn't work. Right. Um, so once he told me that, I'm like, okay, but we're going to divorce because that's too much idle time for a baby, a disease, anything. I care more about a disease than I do a baby, but mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to let that, out my life so it was like it was like he was okay with it for a while mm-hmm. but like over this last couple of weeks because we haven't been sexually we haven't been uh intimate right in the last eight weeks okay. um this week coming up will be like nine weeks right. and i believe i believe that he has been with someone else and i just think that it maybe it's not working out maybe they told him they didn't want to you know proceed or what right. and now he's trying to win me back and I'm still saying no I'm sticking to no and I mean no and he's getting fed up but I think it's more about the sex than I want to love you I want to love my children I want to do right I want to do better I think it's just he 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 wants the sex and I'm not giving it to him and it's pissing him off mm-hmm. and he started Friday, well, I think this the all last week, all this week, it just was like building up, building up, building up. Right. Yeah, he haunted the mother back then. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. How um, old is he? He's 29. Oh, yeah, young and horny. Absolutely. Yes, and he keeps saying that, you know, I keep turning all these women down, I'm doing this, I'm turning this person, that person down, and all of that. Yeah, and you feel my you. wife. Yeah, mm-hmm. he said, you, you're still my wife. Um, your duty is to me. I'm your wife. My duty is to me when I feel like you're not doing the right thing. Right. And you right. have given me doubt. You have given me every reason to believe that you have been with other women and talking to other women. Then you tell me that you're a flirt. Like, his timing has been so wrong, TK. Mm-hmm. My father's... My father's um, he died on the t- January 12th on mm-hmm. the, like, the 15th or something like that was his wake. So we go view the, we go view the body. He waits till, he waits till that night to want to have confessions. Like what do you mean? He, he, these, this, <clears throat> these are his words. I am, a, I am, I promise you, baby, I have not cheated on you. But I am a slut. I am so curious about other women. White, mm-hmm. black, 
no, 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 it doesn't matter what race or women it is, woman it is. I want to experience other people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, he's telling me all this stuff. And the white girl at his job that he's been talking to. Mm-hmm. And um, he's saying how she's uh, she's refreshing. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like a, you know, right. Like, <clears throat> and he's saying all this stuff. And then... I guess I shocked him when I told him. I said, well, you know, I'm not upset with how you feel. We got married young. It's just been us. We're two different people. I can love you and only be attracted and want to be with you the rest of my life. Whereas you're a man, I know that you might get curious about other women and other experiences. I said, but it's how you handle it. You can't expect for me to give you the answer and be like, yeah, yeah, babe, go out here and sleep with everybody because that's not going to work with me. We married to be monogamous, not polygamous. And he, mm-hmm. in his heart, wants to be polygamous. And mm-hmm. I'm not, that's not the life that I want to live. So I told him, it's okay. We could just separate. I mean, we still have these children. We need to have a, a, a good relationship so that our children can see a good example. Then he says, he he says, I should just tell you, I I I I, I effed her in the car twice after work, and then wow. he looked at my then he looked at my face and he said, I, I'm just playing, I'm just playing, I promise, I'm just playing. No, who jokes like that? Number one, right. the time like that, and who does that kind of joke? You don't play right. like that. So it's just like it's so much has added up. And I'm just, I'm just like done with him. Mm-hmm. I've already talked to my, I talked to my lawyer about three weeks ago about mm-hmm. how much the divorce proceedings and all that cost. It's five seventy five. Um, not bad at all. Mm-hmm. I'll pay it all. I'm not asking him for a dime on it. Right. So just sign the paper. Leave me alone. But now he's. It's the child support. Oh, you're going to take everything I have. I'm not looking for alimony. We've been married 10 years. I'm not looking for you to pay a dime on my behalf on how I eat, where I sleep, none of that. It's about your children because I have to get up and go about myself to take care of myself. But you still have to do your part with the children. Mm -hmm. If you're not, that's fine. I can do that, too. I always have been doing it. But he's worried about, I think he's worried about the sex and he's worried about the child support. Um, because now he has this sister that appeared in his life. She's not really his sister. It's his brother's sister. So it's like his half sister. Right. She was 13 when he started bringing her around. It's like he suffocated me with her. Because mm-hmm. he started, oh, she's spending the night. I'm, bringing, I'm going to get my sister all of this the weekend that my dad passed right. so from my, from that weekend continuing on even till now it's been all about his sister her mother doesn't want her so he went through the foster system with his brothers and so i see the connection there you know he doesn't want his sister to go through that but mm-hmm. okay, i'm just going to be honest i feel like he gravitated to her because of her her situation because he's that type of person when it comes mm-hmm. to women. You tell him your problem, and he's going to insert himself 
into your life and into your problem like a save a hole. Excuse my language. Okay. He 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 wants to save. He wants to save you. He wants to help you. He wants to take care of you. Right. Um. And I think he did that with her. And she's not really his blood sister, but TK, I really feel like something is going on between I them. I'm sitting he, here waiting, reading between he, the lines, and I said, yes. "There's something going on." I think he slept with that Rachel girl, but I think that other woman that I'm feeling is her. She's right. a child. She is a child, TK. He could have been with anybody. I feel it in my soul from the bottom of my feet. Like I, and I don't even it, know you guys, and I feel it. Yes, I mm-hmm. feel it, TK. It's so deep. I feel it. And he's spending money. He's taking money out the house. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. everything is about her. Like, I could be sick, and you don't even want to go take care of me, go to the store, or go to the doctor with me, but you're taking her to the doctor. I mean, he, she's spending the night. Like, they're sleeping on the same mat. Like, TK, we had this mat. Because I'm, I'm, I don't, we're not having intercourse on the couch where my guests right. sit. I feel like that's rude. Right. Um, my children sit. That's rude. Right. We're not going to the bed or, you know, just other places. So we have this mat that we have, you know, our intimate moments on. He, okay. sleeps, on, he sleeps on it with her. Wow. They're under the same cover. I have brothers, TK. We can sleep. We're going to leave. We can sleep together. But we actually with you, TK. But I might have my own cover. It's right. not gonna look. It's not gonna look like something is going on. Right, because you know, if yeah, I totally agree. You could be necking under there when people yes. sleep. So many things can go down. So many things. And he and he wakes up in the morning at attention. So you sleeping with your sister, dude? Right. Um, that doesn't, it doesn't add up. It's disrespectful, and, and yes. there's something going on if you're doing that. I, I, I totally agree. Yeah. I totally I agree. So. But and here's I, how, that, that I'm going to tell you something in a second. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I haven't told anybody this, but I found this letter that she wrote. I guess it was like a poem. She was pouring her heart out, saying how much she's in love with him, and... They're going to always be together. And she, he is her light in her darkness. And they'll never be apart. Things like that. It's mm-hmm. something going on. Oh, absolutely, darling. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. Definitely something going on. Definitely something going on. But this is what you have to do. You got to listen to me. Okay. You got to take on the corporate alimony. You have to. Because if you don't, you're going to be broken on the street and desperate. And you don't know where you're going to end up. Mm-hmm. All right? And normally, I wouldn't say no shit like that. But this right here is a situation. You sound so sincere and sweet. And I'm sorry that you're going through this. But this is the game people play when they get married. This is a game. This is where you put your life at risk when you put your life in another person's hands, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it right. scares me. It scares me. I'm being honest. 
to mm-hmm. marry someone or to be with someone, and mm-hmm. you're living your life, you're going to work, everybody's doing what they need to do, and then one day you find out that someone is doing what they're doing, either cheating or they wake up one day and say, I don't want to be with you no more. That is devastating, especially if you have put 20, 25 years, 30 years into your life. And there's no, you may not get the proper second chance or third chance or fourth chance. Some people do get it. Some people don't. And look, that's a situation you went from 12 to 7 in a matter of weeks. You went to $12,000, $7,000 in a matter of weeks. So you it need will be a gone. It's going to be mm-hmm. gone. Shit, you better believe it. Yep. You better believe it's going to be gone. So you got to go to court to go shoot for the alimony. Got to protect yourself because not only did he fuck the white girl, not only did he try to use subliminal information that, um, well, he fucked the white girl, trying to use in the sister as a sister, but he's fucking her. Mm-hmm. You got to get everything coming to you because it's not going to make you feel better. But as time goes on, you know you won't be out there truly struggling. And it also gives you leverage. Because you got to have leverage against him. Because guess what? Even though he had sex with the white girl, even though he had sex with his sister, you're mad, but I don't want you to be in a situation that you're like, fuck it. I'm going to give him some because I'm horny too. Because eventually that's going to happen as well. It's already now, been. I've, I've been sticking to my no. I've been sticking to right, being but I'm true to myself. Still take from the court. Uh-huh. Still get your child support. But still fuck them. Because you need yeah. that need, too. And just well, because I... you have sex with them don't mean you fall in love, don't mean you're getting back. Just say if you want to have sex with them, you have to wear a condom. When you're ready to do it. It has to be on your terms. So that's six months, a year from now. Let it be on your terms, not when he's pursuing you. Because I want you to have the power. Mm-hmm. I want but, you to fuck him and then say, okay, that's it. He's going to fuck his head up. See, if he does it and you give it, it's different. But if you fuck him and then and treat him like he's the female, I say, okay, uh, are we back together now? That's what you guys say. So now we're not back together. What, you feel it because I gave you some pussy? So we're back together? I was horny too. You have to use reverse psychology on him. Mm-hmm. But for my safety, I think that's a bad idea. Um, mental issues are on his side really bad. I think he has a few of them. And having sex with him, I believe if I would have continued to have sex with him these whole eight weeks that I haven't been having sex with him, uh-huh. and we got to, it's time to move, I think he would have just lost his freaking mind. I think he would have just really cut up really bad. Because just, I haven't been having sex with him, and I'm still saying that I'm leaving. Having sex with him is just a bad idea. And that's why I stopped. And I'm afraid of him. Um, okay. 
I don't. And you got to keep going then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got to keep going and I can't look back. Like, this is my okay. chance. And I respect that, honey. I respect that. No See, lately, I don't know what's going on with me. Lately, I've just been giving people the benefit of the doubt. Because normally I say, leave them, motherfucker. I always say leave. Mm-hmm. I always, my thing, leave. Because once a person cheats on, and especially a, a situation like this, it's just never going to be the same. Yeah, and then um, I think he slept with her in January because when I went to the doctor uh, first week, no, about about a week ago, yeah, she told me I had she told me I have a bacteria infection. Yeah. I have not had a back. I've had three children, and I right. have not had a bacteria infection. And then a couple days ago, he said that he had to cuss his sister out to make her take a bath. He got the bacteria infection from her because she's nasty. If you have to tell her to take a bath and she's like a little tomboy, if you have to tell her to take a bath nine times out of ten, he had sex with her because the last time I was intimate with him was in January. Right. So January and it's now March. He, he, and maybe he's not having sex with her no more now. Mm-hmm. He probably just tapped it one time or twice and probably just didn't like it. He got her open sprung. He's tired mm-hmm. of her now. But and that's what he, I think. Right, mm-hmm. he's tired of her now. Yep, sure is. So now the issue is that He um, need to get me back. And he need to get you back and it's too late. Yeah. And it was too late long time ago. But the mm-hmm. the place is the is just the icing on on the on, on top to mm-hmm. push you to where you are now. Because mm-hmm. well, he's I mad know. as hell. Like, he has been calling and calling. I put my phone, like, this was just, this was just God. I mean, I promise you, TK, for the last two days, my, I put my phone on airplane mode. God wanted me to talk to you. We were supposed to have this conversation because my phone, I have not been reachable. And right. I woke up this morning and I just took it off. I took the airplane mode off. Wow. And then you, and you called. I saw your number when you called the first time, and I was like, uh-huh. "I don't." I was like, "I don't know this number," and so I just didn't answer it because I said, "Well, maybe he's calling from somebody else's number because I haven't been answering his because he's been calling yeah. and texting nonstop." Because when I take it off airplane mode for a few seconds to get my emails uh-huh. to make sure our job haven't emailed me or anything, uh-huh. you know, all of the messages come through. So okay. he has been trying to contact me. He's been nice on the messages, but his mother is telling me, Princess, because she calls him Princess. Uh-huh. She said, Princess, listen to Mama, baby. This nigga is not up to any good. Do oh. not fall for it. Do not talk to him. She's telling me don't talk to him until, like, tomorrow or something. Because she said he's still talking crazy because he was threatening me. And to his mama, he was threatening her and threatening the kids and stuff. So she was like, just don't do it, baby. She's like, don't talk to it. See, I think what's aggravating me is because uh-huh. everybody, I feel like they think I'm weak. They think okay. that I'm just going to fall for what he's saying. I'm just going to take him back. My, right, mind okay. is made, my mind is made up. I'm not going back. Do I know where I'm about to stay? No. Do I know right. how I'm going to get the kid? I mean, I have a car, but do I know the safest way to get the kids back and forth to school when school lets back in? No, because he told his brother he was going to be waiting outside the school. So mm-hmm. I have a lot I'm trying to process, figure out. That's my apartment that he's still in. His name is not on it. Okay. 
all of my furniture that I purchased is in the apartment. Mm-hmm. He may have vandalized it. He may have vandalized the whole apartment. Everything falls back on me. I'm trying to figure stuff out, but then I still have people. I could tell by the things that they're saying, they're doubting me. They don't believe me. And it's really frustrating me because I need their support right now, not their opinion. That's all they're giving me is their opinions, but you're not giving me any solutions. Because most people don't know how to listen and let a person vent. So you don't need people's opinion. You need to vent. And when you vent, you can pretty much hear yourself talking and answers pretty much come to you. Mm -hmm. So if I may make a suggestion, I Mm -hmm. think you could take these things as options. One, you can let that place go. Mm -hmm. That way he can be evicted and he has, you know, he has to leave. Right. Mm -hmm. Two, you're definitely going to do this. You're definitely going to put him on child support. You're going to definitely get out of money because you have to cover your ass. It's not a game, right? Mm-hmm. It's not a game. And you didn't bring this to him. He brought this to you. Yes. You understand? He brought this to you with his um, bad choices. Mm-hmm. He brought this to you with his bad choices. And life could have been perfect. And this is stuff I try to tell men all around the world, my shows, the conversations that stopped meeting these young ladies, getting them pregnant, being in a relationship, and you're not mentally prepared to be in a relationship. You have to have lived. You have mm-hmm. to have lived. You got to date. You got to do this until you're ready to settle down. Settle down means you've done everything that you want to do sexually, physically, date this person, that person. So you know, not get with someone, have children, and then mm-hmm. want to be curious, fuck this person, fuck that person, fuck your place, sister, or whatever, to mm-hmm. damage loved ones. Because mm-hmm. if you don't do what I'm telling you, everybody going to get fucked up. You're going to be homeless. The kid's going to be fucked up. And I just, I'm just tired of it. So I'm going to do the best I can in this world mm-hmm. to educate these men before they have the children, educate you ladies before you lay in the bed and let these niggas nut in you, not knowing what they could become. Because in their 20s, most motherfuckers don't know who they are in their 20s. You, you sound very mature for your age and on point. But like I said, you on point, but your partner's not on point. Right. You know, you got family members and your mom down who a lot of people don't understand the conversation etiquette. Conversation etiquette is when a person calls you to vent, you don't throw them on the bus like, girl, I told you, um... You should have did this, you should have that. You got to stay quiet and allow this person to vent. Now, you have to vent for a while, but after six months, I want you to take your venting down from whatever you do to only five minutes a day. The reason why I want you to do it five minutes a day because this, believe it or not, is a distraction. Uh, mm-hmm. 
wasted time. It is. And you understand? Right. But you have to do it because you gotta you have to mm-hmm. create, you have to find a solution. So you don't have the solution mm-hmm. yet. So you, that's the thing. That's why I always tell women, pets save your money. So you just mm-hmm. thought, and God save your money because you just don't know what your partner is gonna do. So I want right. people to have their money, right? So they can have a security blanket. Because imagine if you had a hundred thousand. <laughs> yeah. You'd be I'd at be peace right now. World. Like fuck yeah. everybody. Yes. I would have disappeared. Right. Yes. You'd be straight. But this is life. This is the hand mm-hmm. that you dealt. You know, I bought tickets to your show when you were in Atlanta at North Coast. I couldn't even come. I couldn't even come because it was just, it was so much going on. Man. With him, I couldn't even come. And that was waste. It's a waste of money. I bought three tickets and I paid for all three of them for myself my mother-in-law and my sister and we thought it just wasn't it wasn't a good time to right well i'm gonna be there in atlanta Mm -hmm. this friday i'm doing a show with goody mob ti it's a um interesting situation i it's a show that i'm looking forward to because i um it's a group of friends and i couldn't turn their ass down Right. You know, TK, yo, come do this for us. And I'm just one of them dudes. Is it like a concert? Yeah, it's like a concert. Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's going to be. Let me see if I can find it in my thing for you. And while you're doing that, I want to say this. I have have natural hair, and I, I, I feel that I have been getting discriminated against. When it comes to high, uh, being hired in these positions, because the type of work I qualify for are yeah. mostly predominantly white. Mm. So, and I really, I think me taking that time, those two days off when my father passed, it was yeah. just the excuse they needed to let me go. Ain't that a bitch? Yep. Yep. So I feel like. Well, I'm in school. Let me say this. I'm in school. I have, I'm in, I started this semester Monday. So I have one more semester after this one. So I'll be done with school the first week of June. And since this Corona stuff is going on, I don't even know if they're going to even let us walk in the graduation because I know they postponed the May commencement to December 12th. So I don't even know. Mm hmm. I'm listening. So I, so I don't even know if I'm gonna if I'm gonna go down there and walk or not, but I know I'll be done with school in June. So that'll be that's my a degree in marketing. Okay. So that's my field of study. That's what I wanna pursue. But these these white people, they don't like it and I hate feeling like I have to straighten my hair. I have to do wear wear this or do something else with how I look. It aggravates mm-hmm. me. Because I naturally look nice. My hair is naturally like this. They don't like it. And even black people around here, because I'm in Birmingham, Alabama, right. even black people turn their nose up at how I look. Like, wow. it's so much self-hate going on. It's just so aggravating. Like, I am just so aggravated, like, all the way around. Like, I just want to pick my whole life up and my children and just disappear to somewhere else where it's right, more accepting. Right. Right, I totally understand, honey. But even my family don't even like it. 
Wow, is that right? Mm-hmm. They said it had to grow on them. <laughs> wow, this is how I look. Like I think it's beautiful, hon. Send me a picture while we while we talking. Yeah, I think I, I, you <laughs> okay. know, um, we just live in a world that is just so confusing. And all I could say is, as you get on your feet, you're gonna have to truly start cutting people off and just having your own little world so you could just have your peace and quiet because that's what I want for you. The thing I want for you the most, and I used to tell people all the time, is that I want you guys to have peace of mind. And you got three kids, you know, and you had a baby with. He probably was a good guy. He'd probably get back. He'd probably come back around one day, one day. And hopefully he'll find a new journey with a new person. Mm-hmm. But you just got to go and live your life so you can be at peace. But you got to do it one day at a time. You got to. Nothing you can do. If I could say I was like a fast forward 20 years for you, it's just that it can't happen. You really have to go through it, but you have so much to think about. You got to write stuff down. So when you go back to school, you have to um, say to yourself how long uh, I got to protect myself from I'm showing up at school causing the scene. You have to think right. about that. You got to find time mm-hmm. to go down the court to get everything done. <clears throat> or will the attorney handle it? Child support and uh, alimony. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm asking you, do you know that? Do you know? Um, the uh, My lawyer, he'll handle all that, the alimony, child support, all of that when I file the paperwork. Okay, cool. Then, yep, go through that. And uh, you, which one is you, the left or right? Oh, uh, I think Okay, I'm okay, duh. It's obvious. Right. Okay. Yeah, the light, the light. light. You look like Janet Jackson a little bit. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, I love this picture of you. This is beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, it's a beautiful young lady, hon. You know, so I, I feel good things are going to happen. You just got to go through your, what you're going through, babe, because it spills character and strength. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sorry about this man bringing you to take me through all this bullshit because the thing that scares me the most is this violence. Yeah, that scares me too because I've seen on so many movies and even in real life with yeah. the guy, the guy tries, yeah, the guy gets all nice. He's pretending to be all nice and then as soon as he sees you. Click your face hit the mute button. Hey, sorry about that. I'm down uh-huh. here. It's kind of like the country where, where I am. All like right. I'm down in Childersburg. Right. Stay your ass in one spot. Yes. <laughs> I had to find places that I had to find places where he didn't know like where the people live. Wow. And how do you know he's like driving around looking for you? That I don't know, but I I'm sure he have driven past my mom's house to see if I was there. And so is your dad still alive? No, my dad passed in January. Okay, like you just that's, said that. Yeah, he just passed. 
Um, and I feel like he waited to to be a, a stone cold nut when he knows that my reinforcement is gone. Like, okay, my you know my protector, the person that had, was in always in my corner. I feel like he waited till I'm at my most vulnerable point in life. Right. So, so did your daddy ever used to have a comment talk to him? Um, him they had a, a they had a decent relationship. But my dad was he was that's why I get all this humbleness from. I get it from him. Like he right. didn't really say much but you, you felt it with his presence. Right. So yeah, it's kinda of messed up. Kinda of messed up. How old are you? How old am I? I'm twenty eight. Yeah. yeah, so you're baby. You will bounce back from this. Like how people are gonna back bounce back from the coronavirus? How you bounce back from mostly everything in life if you just keep your mind focused, you will bounce back. And I know it, and first. I feel it. Yeah, you will. Hey, no, no. I'm telling you for a fact, you will. I've been through some crazy shit in my time. And when I think about it, it always worked out. It mm-hmm. always has worked out, and I'm passing that energy along to you because you sound so sincere, and I just want the best for you. But remember, you have to do everything now that's good for you and your children, and that's the alimony, that's the child support. He's going to lose his mind. So what you do is, if you can, Tomorrow, go get a restraining order. Yes, I um I made the police report Friday, but when um but I had to go to family court to do the uh, protection order, yeah. and they're not even open on Friday. I'm like, what kind of sense is that? People need help, you know, every day of the week. Right, but they every weren't, day, right? They weren't open. Yes, they weren't open, so I have to go back in the morning at okay. eight from eight All right, to. Right, get there early, get a good night's sleep, you know, take a nice shower. Um, you might have to masturbate a couple times during the week. I hope you do that to relieve yourself so you don't feel under stress. And go down there, do your thing, and stay focused. Because this right here now, you, you, you this is fighting for survival. Yes. All right? This is fighting for survival. And hopefully certain things will fall in your lap that you can get the type of job that you want because it's crazy that we live in a world that you have to cut your hair to be accepted. Mm-hmm. I think that is, I'm looking at your hair, it's beautiful. I'm trying to figure out why people or even your family take you through something and like I'm, that. I, 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 yeah. I, all women should push to wear their hair naturally. Mm-hmm. They really should. You know, but I've seen the change from the 60s to now. I remember when the Angel Davises and all they used to rock the afros and our sisters used to rock their hair, their real hair. And some women will say, oh, I wear a wig because it's convenient. I don't have to do my hair. But in, at the same, in the same breath, it shows how we don't like who we are. Right. You know, if I make sure, I always, yeah. yeah. 
I'm always presentable when I come out the house. Um, I meet. We were at the karaoke spot on that day. That was like last weekend. That's why I right. picked you that one because it was the most recent. Like I don't have to. I don't wear makeup. Period. Put right, yeah, you're naturally beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it shouldn't be a problem, especially when it comes down to like my mom. She should be like. She should be 100. I agree. It shouldn't even be an issue. Mhm. It should not even be an issue. Yeah, really I, love my, I love everything about me. I could probably lose 10 pounds, yeah, but I'm not trying to get a, a fake booty right. implant. Yeah. Like, I just feel like that say things that you're not happy with yourself. I accept all of me, even the, this extra 10 pounds that I can get rid of. But I just right. finished nursing my daughter. So, you know, you eat more when you're nursing and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> so, I understand. I get it. He, tried, I just, he told me, told me I was overweight. He said, "You're, you know." He said, um, "You got fat. Um, you've been unattractive for the last seven to eight months. Your wow. sex appeal been gone." He said, "Your sex appeal been gone since you had royalty." And I mean, I'm just sick of it. you. Should you should make yourself attractive for me? I said, "Oh wow." Oh, I that was I another icing on the cake. Yeah, and then he tries to put me down because I've only been with him. Just because you're not a teacher doesn't mean I won't find a real, well, another, a real man won't find me and show me what he likes. Because I would ask him all the time, I mean, what is it? Because he he would watch porn and all that stuff. Like, I don't really care for that stuff. I would watch it with him, but that's really not my thing. But he wouldn't. He wouldn't allow us to grow because I knew he was starting to like other stuff, but he okay. wouldn't show me or tell me. And I okay. think you should be you should be glad that I'm inexperienced, that I've only had interesting you yep. and that you I'm twenty eight. How many twenty eight year olds can you say have had one partner, have been faithful, not giving nobody oral, not, right. not doing getting fondled and all of that stuff. I mean right. you can't really you can't really say meaning. So he should be happy instead of making, well, trying to make me feel bad. Because I feel like my, my body is a temple and you're not going to enter me if we're not in love, if mm-hmm. we don't have something going. Like, I'm not, we're not doing cookies. We ain't doing, right. doing booty calls. For what? Mm-hmm. I just feel I like more that. young girls should be like me. I totally agree, sweetie. I totally agree. I'm so proud of you, you know, and we need to get this type of moral thinking back into the universe to let women understand this is the way they should be. This is the way they should roll. It's very he important. He said my morals going to elf me up. He said your morals going to get you elfed up in this world because you need to realize what reality really is. Don't nobody think like you. In my mind, hell, that's oh, excuse me, that's the problem. Mm-hmm. They need to think like me. They would probably have more going for themselves if they did. Right, they probably would. And the thing about um, what he's saying, he is partially right. He's partially right because the moral concept of this world is gone. 
Mm-hmm. People do not do the right thing no more. People do not do what's really best for people. It's a doggy dog world. And nobody wants to motivate the other person. No one wants to encourage the other person. Nobody wants to do this type of stuff. And it goes so all the way down to your family and them not being supportive of your hair. It goes all the way down to support of like um, this man. Um, if he even wanted to do his cheating on the side, he wasn't respectful about it. He wanted to fuck with his sister. Mm-hmm. He wanted to giving you a, a bacteria infection. Does he have a dad? His dad has 14 children and he's Damn. not in any of their lives. He is a bigamist. He is married to three people right now at the same time where he, he would go like take them to other states and marry them. Right. Yep. There's some weird motherfuckers out there, babe. Yep. Man. And that's why I, 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 I would caution young girls on getting married so young because you don't know, you you can't predict and you can't see the future of what that other person or yourself is going to turn out to be, what what hobbies, anything. I mean, what it may be, you just, you can't foresee it. Right. It's true. And that's what I was saying. People got to go live their life. That's why I'm not mad. Right. I'm not mad. Just leave us off. I'm not mad you want to have these other people, but see, he want to have them and me, and that's not going to work Right. for me. Right, for you. I respect that. Because I deserve something a whole lot better. Right. And even though and I, that's going to be hard because they all think mm-hmm. like the way he thinks. And that's what he said. He said, I'm the fool for for telling you the truth. He thinks because he tells me the truth, it's supposed to be okay. Like, right. it's still not okay. Still not okay. Just because I didn't I find guess. out from someone else. I mean, right. it's, yeah, it's gonna, still not okay. To the point, you good women, coming to the point, you're going to have to get your money, work hard, and every now and then find you somebody that give you some dick or some loving or companionship, whatever you want to call it. And everybody go back to their business. Because this is stuff I fear for my daughters. You know, I hope my daughters don't get married young. I have to come and try to do the best I can for them so they're not in a situation like this because they'll get to get with a fucked up guy and to take them through all this bullshit. It's just you know I don't know you, but it's just a, it's just it's just a, it's a sad on my heart just a little bit. That's why I said the message. I said, yeah, that's why I said the message. I asked you, just talk to me like I'm your daughter. If I was your daughter, what would you say? Right. Because I want the truth. Because I'm not looking for sex. I'm not. Right. I'm looking for a happy future with longevity. That's what I'm looking for with right. my strength and my health and happiness for me and my children. That's what I want. And I'm trying to get there, but it, this is a this is a real difficult obstacle that I have to get across. I can see the other side, but it's getting there. 
Right. And you're going to get this. It's going to take time, babe. And you got to, you got, the goal is, you see how things happen with the coronavirus, this crazy motherfucker, uh, your parents. This is a thing called chess. Every move you make, got to be strategic. Mm-hmm. Every move you make has to be strategic. You got to say you got to weigh in the pros and you got to weigh in the cons. But remember, as long as you're the winner, as long as when you lay your head down on that mat, on, your, on that pillow at night, you know you are the winner. And that's how you have to think now for the rest of your life for the happiness of yourself and the happiness of your children because at the end of the day, you have to be happy. And try not to talk to your mother and other people who have shown you they don't have conversation etiquette, mm-hmm. meaning giving you the right information, meaning they're not really supportive. Find people that you could talk to that's on the same mental level as you are. And if I had a lot of time, I would tell you to call me anytime you want. But my my mm-hmm. thing is so insane. I really try to, um, I speak, I say what I have to say, and I keep it moving because there's so many other people in this world who also mm-hmm. need my advice and help. And then at the same time, I have to make sure I have my peace of mind as well. Right. Because this can, hearing other people's problems and issues can weigh on your heart too, especially when there's nothing that you can do besides give them positive, you know. Right. Yeah. It can weigh on you. Um, about two years ago, yeah. I was doing, like, a lot of the, um, talking to people about maybe four times a week. It got me so messed up. I stopped talking to people for about a month. But I was like, mm-hmm. can't nobody be this damn stupid. It was just guys just getting women pregnant for no fucking reason. Don't have no money. Don't have nothing. Just out here fucking. I couldn't believe that bullshit. I couldn't believe it. It's the strangest thing I've ever seen. But they do it, though. Yeah, they do. But they do it. You know, so this is the thing that we have to So now I need you to do me a favor because nobody knows your name. You don't have to say your name. But I would okay. like to put this show out there in the universe of the podcast because this right here. Oh, my goodness. He, he listens to you. No, no, no. You want him to hear it. If he listens, you want him to hear it so he can feel it and understand it and hopefully he could change his ways. And you embarrass you. You have to embarrass him. And I'll tell him why. And if you think he listens, this is a great opportunity. I could talk to him right, right now and explain to him how he has to move. Like I said, nobody knows nobody's name. So everybody has their privacy. But if you are listening, player, you know, be supportive to your wife, be supportive to your children, and go on and live your life. Don't you you're living in a world of confusion because you're twenty nine. Your dick is speaking hard, you're attracted to all other kind of women, and there's nothing wrong with that. See what what people have to understand. There's nothing wrong 
and feeling this way towards other women. You just have to be by yourself to feel this way towards other women. You can't have a decent wife, a decent family. You can't be, you can't have a decent wife, a decent family. You're in her apartment or home and your name ain't on the mortgage or on the lease. You're hustling backwards. Because what most men do, they always fuck with women who don't even have half of that. They can't bring nothing to the table. And as what men need to understand is as you go through life fucking this person and that person, it's meaningless. So if you could have a, a wife that takes care of the children, to make sure your love is, the house is in order, that's cool. And if a man is not smooth enough, let me repeat it, if a man is not smooth enough to have, get a little pussy on the side because it's something that's been going on for hundreds of years before we were born, it'll still be happening after we leave this earth. To get some ass and your wife will never find out or your girlfriend, if you ain't smart enough to wear a condom, not to bring nothing back home to your girl. If you're not smart enough to run bullshit on your wife, about, oh, this is my sister, and have sex with the girl in the home on the same mattress or carpet that y'all make love on, all these are immature mistakes. And I could tell you, and I could tell him if he's listening, Apologize to you. Tell her you was wrong. Let her know y'all can never be back together because the trust is gone. And from this moment on, you live a life of co-parenting. You live a life of co-parenting. And raise your children. Hopefully you two can grow one day to respect each other. Because believe it or not, as, as years pass, you guys will remember, but you won't forget. You will remember, but you won't forget. And hopefully you could go on and find somebody that'll make you extremely happy. And hopefully he'll find somebody that'll make you extremely happy. Because if he doesn't change his ways, he gets with another person, same situation's going to happen. Because he moved in with you. But that tells me when a man moves, with, moves in with a woman, he doesn't have good credit. He doesn't have his shit together. He's on the prowl. So he's going to use dick to get another girl, try to move in with that person. And what's crazy that when men do that, <clears throat> you usually end up with the person you really, you really don't like. You end up with the person you don't like and you wind up doing the same thing. So you're going through this, this pretend stage of, okay, I moved in with this woman, new woman. I think I like her. But it's not that you really like her. It's that she is opportunity. So it's opportunity. You're doing this, you're doing that. But he didn't work on himself. Most men have not working on themselves. What I mean by working on himself is if you're going to be a player, people, 
get your job, a good job, get your credit together, have your own spot so you can bring your little hoes through your apartment. You can do whatever the fuck you want to do. It's your shit. Get your own car. You buy bitches around all you want. If it's your shit. But if you move in with a woman and she's letting you in, you're giving these false fucking signs of I'm a husband, I'm gonna do right, then you are you you failed yourself and your family. And that's what you have to live for the rest of your fucking life. And that's just a bad thing. And that's my conversation to him. That's my conversation to him and all men around the world, for all women around the world. Now put your trust in a man, and man, do not put your trust in a woman 100%. And that's how I feel. Because people make mistakes, and people are human. It's unfortunate that good people can't find good people. Wish there was a certain city that you can apply for, and everybody in that motherfucking city is good. You don't have to go out of who you choose. You know it's gonna work out okay. But that's not that's a fairy tale. So we are here and we roll the dice. We hope and we pray that things work out in our favor. But here you are, honey. Here you have a situation that's in front of you, like trying to part the red But if you do exactly what I say, you're going to win. And young man, if you hear me, this is what's going to happen to you. You've made a mind up. This is how she's going to move. I want you to respect her choices and be supportive. So you the one did this to yourself. You did this to yourself. And it's time to grow the fuck up. And I hate that it had to be this way, but this is a great situation uh, in the universe that God puts this young lady on the phone. She took her phone off airplane mode because, like I said, she hit me a while ago about this interview. And I'm sitting here in Washington, D.C., getting ready to work out. I said, oh, let me just call this young lady real quick. And I hit up, get an answer, and I was going to go on to the next person. I said, I really read your story. They touched me. I really read it. I read it three times. I said, let me call it back one more time. And you picked up. And here we are. You stay in touch with me, beautiful. All right? You stay in touch with me. Let me do this real quick. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, listen to me. This is the T.K. Kirkland Show. Friday, March 20th, yo, in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm going to give you tickets to the show, too, but I'm going to give you five tickets to the show. Um, Okay. It's going to be at the Buckhead Theater. 3110 Roswell Road, Northeast Atlanta, Georgia. It's called The Shit Show. T.K. Kirk performing live. 
Goody Mob, T.K. Kirkland, everybody in Atlanta is going to be here. I'm excited about it. One night only. And I repeat it. One night only. We're going to have, if you show up, baby, let me sure you know, because I have a group, of, I have a whole crew in Atlanta. Cousins, street niggas, everything. And we're gonna, they're going to be down that motherfucker deep anyway. So you my, you're going to be my sister. Telling you, and we're gonna protect you. We're gonna do it just case because he really is. He gonna show up, and my niggas crack this nigga side his head. We gonna play. I come from forever. We handle business, and I want the brother to hear what I just said too. So if you try to show up to that show, you better be on your best motherfucking behavior, because we got people that'll put you away. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, you already know what it is. You already know what it's about. We keep it one hundred over here. It's the TK Kirkwood Show. Better than the T to the motherfucking K. Make sure you wash your hands, sanitize, wash your asses. That social distancing, that's a new, some new shit I heard this week. Social distancing. That's a niggas been, should have been doing that shit a long time ago. And that's what you got to do, baby. You got to keep your motherfucking distance from men who don't know who they are yet. I'm not saying men are bad. It's men who don't know who they are yet. And that's what you caught up. That's what you got caught up with. He's probably a nice guy. He just didn't know who he is yet. That's what I think, too. So he's not guaranteed he's a nice guy. He just doesn't know who he is. Because we don't have more OGs like me and older men who take the time to give these young men knowledge and give them strength and guide them and teach them, yo, man, you ain't ready to be married, nigga. What the fuck is wrong with you? You know, stay single, work hard, keep your dick in your pants. Don't be out here having babies. See, women grow up a lot faster than me. A lot faster. You ladies want to settle down because you play with them little fucking dolls and your children. You know, you got the babies and all that kind of shit. You know, and y'all just want to be in love. Nothing wrong with it, you know. Everybody want to be in love. But you end up meeting niggas like this, and that's why, girls, you got to see if a nigga got good credit. If a nigga got moving with you, he ain't got his shit together. I'm telling you, if a nigga ain't bringing in furniture, bringing in groceries on the regular, not helping out with um, chores around the house, not helping you with your children that y'all had together, he ain't ready. That man is not ready. And guys, y'all too. You meet a girl, she ain't bringing nothing to the table but some ass. If you lose your job and she can't help out, you fucked. That bitch a liability. Catch me if you can if I'm in your city. T.K. Kirkland Show. Follow me on Instagram at T.K. underscore Kirkland. Go to my site to listen to the T.K. Kirkland podcast at T.K. dot network. T to the motherfucker K. Peace, man. Make sure you follow T.K. Kirkland on Instagram at T.K. underscore Kirkland. For more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com.
This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.